Hi, welcome to the Vaguely Anime Podcast. I am one of your hosts today, Michael, followed by other host, Sage. That's me. And that's all we have. We, have, we, don't, have, we don't have any other hosts. No, we don't so, have any friends. No. So, <laughs> Culture Corner. <gasps> we should have brought the cat out. The last time we did that was uh, made the episode very empty. She's we were just so staring at her cute. the whole time. Uh, but she is cute because she's my daughter. So, I finally you know. started watching season five of My Hero. I know. I'm like a year late as usual. Yeah, when the new season just started. Damn it. It just started? It sure did. That first episode came out on Sunday. God damn it. Yeah, I literally, I think I started watching it on Sunday. I thought you were already caught up. No, I had watched season four. And then season five was coming out, and I was like, oh, I'm going to watch season five as it comes out. And then I absolutely did not. And then you waited to watch season five while season six came out. And then I kind of like, it left my brain for a while. And then I was like, oh, shit, I meant to catch up on this. So I started watching it, and I was like, wow, this show is hype as fuck. I, this show is so good. Oh, my God. Dude, my, my hero is great. The people that um, are like shit on my hero are uh, just losers. I think if you're shitting on my hero, you you just have objectively bad taste. Like I think I think it, it it I think it's a combination of like the if it's popular it must be bad kind of idea. I hate people who do that. Like I I'm the kind of person where like I know I like joke on myself that I'm late to every trend, but it's not because I, I like I don't even You are late to every trend. I know, but I don't like actively avoid things cuz they're popular. I'm just a piece of shit and can't get anything together. You know what I mean? Right. But, like, people who actively avoid things because it's, like, hype or popular, I'm like, so you're just torturing yourself. Like, you're missing out on something that's really good for well, no reason. I mean, yeah. It, it, people also bring up, you know, the, like, problems with it, which, you know, are that, like, most of the women characters don't have any kind of substance. That's literally every single shonen, though. Exactly. Um, and then, are you really like? Is that gonna be an argument enough where you're like, I just won't specifically watch my hero? Well, it's, that's it, every shonen. Was it was it with you when Colin was arguing the point about the random beach episode with all the girls? I think so, but and, that was like a while ago. Yeah, it was like one of the first few episodes. Right. And my like my quote unquote defense was it's a shonen anime. Of course that's going to happen. And also, it was a filler episode, so it didn't even matter. And the con was like, right, but the only episode devoted to all the women was a filler episode and it was like right. no, a but like like version. I am honestly I would love to see like actual like fully fleshed out female characters in shonen instead of just being like tangential to the story. Yeah. But I feel like, especially Shonen right now, I mean, Shonen always was, but even, I feel like even more so now is like such a boys club, if that makes sense. Well, I mean, it literally is Shonen. I know. Little boys. I know. Or young but, boys. But you know what I mean? <laughs> Little boys. But you know what I mean? Like, I feel like the market for anime has expanded so much, especially from like, the 90s right to now where i feel like i think it's okay if we have some like more oh i agree you know like, what i mean I, i'm not but saying that I, my hero shouldn't it definitely should and i think like 
But I just think it's not going to happen. Yeah, and I th- but I think, like, comparatively to some of older shows, like, someone like Ochako's gotten more character development than, like, in the past of oh, yeah. female characters. Like, and sure, that's not saying much, but, like, it's still something. So right. it's at least moving in a direction. Right. But, like, I don't know. I, I don't think Ochako in this show specifically has, like, bad character development. I think she's interesting the problem is she's just not the focus yeah but also it's part of the problem when you have a cast of fucking 20 children every yeah, there's I everyone's mean, gonna get shafted unless you're the main like three i was gonna say every like unless you're Todoroki, bakugo or midoriya like when i was watching when i started started my like catch-up there were characters where I was like oh fuck i literally completely forgot about them right because if you have a 20 kid class obviously there are some that like are gonna have to fall to the back burner you know what i mean yeah but like i kind of wish they best did boy coda <laughs> I animal c- talking kid oh yeah <laughs> i kind of wish they had structured it in like the way that they have like the big three of like the class above them yeah that they didn't do anything with i mean yeah they didn't do anything with them but you know what I mean? Like, at least have one female who's part of the big three. Who also does Oh, my nothing. God. Literally gets nothing. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I'm somebody who really likes my hero. I really like the characters. Like, I love my I, hero. I think where the story is going is so excellent. Like, I think this is one of the best written shonens right now. And, like, I would say... Probably in like the past ten years. And as someone that's re- that's currently up to date with the manga, I would also agree. Yeah, I'm not up to date with the manga yeah, because but the writing is spectacular. Yeah. For the most part, like usually it bangs, and there's also some pretty good comedy in it too. Yeah, I feel like so. it does a good job balancing like training, comedy, hype, and like I think there's. It does, it, the and I think it does a good job is, at the light and dark of each arc, too. Yeah. Because it, it, it'll have the dark arc, and then it'll have a light one. Right. You know, you'll go from, uh, like, the um, the Yakuza. The, uh, oh, right. I forget what the actual name is, but the Che Saikai or something like that, uh, to the school uh, festival. Right. Where you get, like, them in a band, and right. then you get uh, the villain war or whatever right and like so like it does a good job at like constantly like having those ups and downs uh i will say the anime was weird for its choice of like when to um do the whole like they combined some weird stuff in in season five it was very odd oh yeah yeah from the i'm only in like episode three of season yeah no yeah i'm not gonna spoil or anything but um they just they did some weird like pacing choices in in season five where they decided to like combine some stuff like they combined a story from my hero uh uh, vigilantes oh that's like the spin-off right yeah yeah yeah. which is great and i kind of hope gets a um a an adaptation because it, it just finished um right like last month i think uh and it was great but they took an arc from that and just put it in season five and everybody was like well i feel like we're not gonna get an adaptation now well is because vi- i have n- i haven't read any of vigilante like yeah. is it 
related to the My Hero story, it's or it's like completely? It's a prequel. Oh, okay. The the story has to do with um with the Razorhead. That's oh. why they they just ripped a story out for a Razorheads thing. Oh, that's kind of weird. It like relates, right, to everything kind of, um, which is why they did it, but. It was just one of those moments where everyone was like, well, we're not going to get a fucking vigilantes thing now. They oh, just went rip. like, all right, fuck you. Yeah. Just take it out of yours and put it in ours. Right. R.I.P. Like, great. All right, cool. So that was a bit of a bummer. Uh, but overall, I like I like the show. I like, I, I, I like, I just like all the characters and I, like, the action's great. Like the fight scenes and everything. Like the show looks good too. Um, and people that bitch about it are like not wrong, I guess, about the fact of like the development. Sure, if that holds you back, I guess it is what it is. I don't think it should hold you back. You've been watching Shonen for years, probably at this point. Like, right? I just think like I can understand like not want not being into it because of certain aspects, but I cannot understand being like the mindset of oh, if something is popular, it can't be that good. Then it's like trite or whatever because I'm like that's yeah. just not a valid well, argument a, people made that same argument with fucking Demon Slayer and um I mean they make it for every argument that like for every show that's popular like when Attack on Titan the first season came out and Whipped. and it's unbelievable hype train you know what I mean like yeah because it got a bunch of casuals into it yeah yeah Those yeah filthy casuals I literally don't understand why people are like gatekeeping anime I'm like oh you want to be a nerd in your basement forever and have no friends go for it yeah, like how, you know how what i dare mean the popular kids start being cool with anime so you can be out of your closet and yeah how, how dare you seriously i like can't understand that i'm like as somebody who used to get bullied in like elementary school and middle school because i liked anime and then like people who were just like regular like didn't like it started liking it by the time like high school came around i was like good for you like you understand now like this shit's hype as fuck right like i've been right this whole time and I, you're just coming too you know what i mean see, like, i got beat up but just because people hated me not because i had <laughs> not because I, I liked anime <laughs> i didn't have i i didn't talk about any of my interests at school because i didn't like anyone in my school oh my goodness but, but it's just weird to me that like people are against like normal people like getting into anime. The normies. Like I just don't understand it because I'm like it. all it's done in like the the rise of popularity in anime is just produce more anime. Yeah. And it's done great thing. Which is good. It's like a double-edged sword because like the production of anime is just like ridiculous. A nightmare. But you know what I mean? Like you're just getting more good quality shows out of it. So yeah. what is like like what are you complaining like, about? Uh, Cyberpunk Edge Runners. We need to was watch a that. Fucking banger, dude. That's on Netflix though, right? Yeah, oh yeah. Netflix joke. Fucking incredible. No, it's already out. It's done. No, no, no. Um I just read somewhere that Bleach It's coming back. I know. It but, already is back actually. But I heard that it was airing on Disney Plus? Yeah, they bought the rights to do it. Everyone was really pissed. Yeah, that seems so weird. Yeah, Disney's also buying up anime uh, titles now. I mean, they had, didn't they buy Naruto like years ago? Mm, or ship no, it in at least. Sony, Sony has Naruto. That's no, why because I remember it was on Disney XD. They might have had distri distribution rights for a period of time. Oh, oh, gotcha. For some reason, I thought they had like. Mm. No, because the... it's, it's on. Um, it's on Crunchyroll. 
Sony owns it. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's Sony, I think. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, I saw that, oh, yeah. and I thought it. I thought that was such a weird choice. I was like, why does Disney want Bleach of all shows? Yeah, everybody. Uh, apparently, everybody was very upset because I think they're doing the same format as like netflix where it's waiting till it's done i don't know that i can instead look it up, of but, but why they already do weekly release shows on I like know. netflix I, I, I don't know i can figure it out like, yeah, yeah look but, it up um, because i'm curious how they're gonna do that because like as somebody i don't really like disney as a conglomerate because they're just becoming this bigger and bigger and bigger monopoly and i like personally can't subscribe to that kind of thing but at the in the say at the same time i think disney is extremely smart with their investments if that makes sense like do i like it no but also from a business standpoint i'm like yeah you guys are making fucking trillions of dollars you know what i mean i, I mean yeah like Nobody likes uh, cyberpunk s corporations that rule the world. But um, also, there's an argument to be made for conveniency that people will sell anything, sell their souls for conveniency over anything. Oh, absolutely. And I'm not going to sit here and be like, how dare Disney own all of Marvel so now I can go see the X-Men in movies and stuff. Like, I'm, I'm like- literally, <laughs> I'm the same. Where I, Like I said, I don't like Disney as a company, but at the same time, when they put X-Men on Disney Plus, I was like, hell yeah. Let me go and binge watch X-Men again. Yeah, so like... Yeah, no. Eh, like, it'd be cool if Marvel just owned Art Marvel and it wasn't Disney, but if Marvel only still owned Marvel, they wouldn't have half the shit they have again. Right. Because, <laughs> like, they wouldn't... They, they, they would never be able to fork up that money for the... the for X-Men, yeah, they weren't like going to get Fantastic Four, like... Yeah. They weren't going to be able to buy Fox. Right. That, right. Right. Because they had sold all their their properties pre-MCU. Yeah. You know, like pre-MCU and they were like, hey, we have all these IPs and nothing to do with them. Let's just sell them out. Right. And then, yeah. I mean, I personally really like the first X-Men trilogy, okay. even Last Stand. I know oh, Last I, Stand same. is terrible, same but X- I love it. Last Stand is... It's a bad movie, it, but I love it. It's so ridiculous. Also, I rewatched it recently. I didn't realize this until since my most recent rewatch. Last Stand moves at a lightning pace. Oh, yeah. You blink, and it's like half the movie has gone by already. It is insane how much they try to get done in that, like... I think it's only like 90 minutes too. Disney Plus will be releasing the episodes um, weekly. Okay, that makes more sense in my opinion. Um, yeah, it'll it'll be weekly. So there's that. Uh, apparently, it'll be like in batches of four though. Like that's like how it's four airing. Ep- no, four like, episodes. Like each part, it'll be like four parts. It kind of like what JoJo's doing, I guess. Is what I'm reading here. I, I don't understand. I, I, I don't either. Like they're going to split up the whole arc into four parts? Apparently. I don't know. Interesting. Either way, okay. it is go- it, it, it says that it'll be airing these shows the same day they go out in Japan. Okay, so like simulcast. But probably not dubbed. That Which is fine. I mean, Crunchyroll does the same thing. Yeah, remember that short period of time where they were doing same day dubbing? 
which that Funimation seems like such was doing a that. fucking nightmare. Oh, I am sure, but it was great. I'm sure, but also like I do not want to be that dubbing studio no. just sweating absolute bullets. Absolutely not, but it was great. Yeah. Um, there will be a simulcast uh, weekly release of episodes on Hulu in the U.S. region. You know what I always think is so very it's on funny. Hulu, not Disney Plus. Have you ever watched like foreign films that are dubbed, but it's live action? Yes. Okay, so I was watching like old kung fu movies. Right, like old kung fu, but uh, more modern day. Yes, I've also right. So I, what was I, I, I watched Parasite dubbed just because I wanted to see what it was like. I did see it twice without a dub, just for people like. So out of curiosity, because did you watch the newest um, FMA live action on Netflix? Don't. It was terrible. I'm not gonna hate myself for that. It was terrible. I don't know why. That's like one of my, I guilty pleasures where I really like watching exceptionally bad like anime live action adaptation movies um but anyway so i was watching the fma one and because the movie is originally in japanese and then netflix dubbed it in english and it's live action Mm -hmm. you're not gonna get those mouth flaps to match at all Uh so they'll be like mouth like talking 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 and like three words will come out of their mouth (laughs) it's so funny yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Like, yeah. it's never good because it's, it's never going to be. No, you so, can't. I, it's impossible, yeah. like, on humans to make it work, um, unless you reshot every single scene, which would be a waste of time and money. Um, yeah. But I just think I, it, because you can always, t- even if like the voice acting, I feel like for the dubs, I feel like is not very good for some reason. Yeah. For like when they for the live action like anime adaptations, which is weird because it feel I feel like dubbed like voice acting for regular anime can sound really good. Like obviously some of it is shit, but for some reason the live action feels like '90s dubs. If that makes sense. I feel like it's always gonna feel that way though. Is it because it doesn't match? Like it it'll sounds. Just, it'll it never feels, match. So it it'll feels always like look so weird. disembodied. Yeah, no, I, it, it's always going to look weird. It's it's like the Uncanny Valley. The one movie that did fix this is, um, I don't know what it was called. I believe it's on Netflix. Um, but what they did is they shot the entire movie. It was a German film. Uh-huh. Um, and um, they shot the entire movie. And then what they did is they had each actor sit in a like uh, a Sounds... like face scan oh room. okay and they had them act out every scene again in three different languages so german english and i want to say like french or something so that they had all of the faces doing it and then they put them on the thing for the that which sounds version so expensive though but it worked really well apparently huh so that was interesting. That that because is interesting. Technically, it's just another part of your CGI expense, right? Because so, you're just yeah. putting it on top. I guess you. I guess you're not having to like reshoot the whole scene. You're just doing it on. You're just pla- like pasting it on top. Yeah, exactly. But I feel like. Well, pasting. Yeah, you but, know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah. Um. That's so interesting because I I feel like other places. I don't know why, but I'm just picturing like. 
Do you remember when, for some reason, on Cartoon Network, The Annoying Orange was a show? Yeah. I'm okay. Sure, dude. Toby Turner was on that show. Who's that? Tobuscus. The the one human in the show. I never watched it. Oh, oh all right. I'm just using this as an example because sure. of the visuals. Okay, uh-huh. How it would be like 3D, like realistic fruit, right? Because it was live action fruit, yeah. Right. And then they just paste it on top like uh-huh. human mouths. Imagine they did that for the live action, just paste it on a new mouth. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, totally. That would be... I, that's just what I'm picturing. Yeah, no, I, it, but... I don't, it apparently looked pretty good. So there's that. Right. I guess that could be an option for the future. Right. But, you know, you'd have to do that for multiple languages. Who the fuck wants to, uh, I don't know. I, I think it's an interesting solution to the problem. I don't know if it'll necessarily be a solution that everybody will start using, but it's at least an interesting one. I think it's an interesting solution as well. I also think, though, especially where, like, live-action, like, anime movies go... I feel like there there's a thing with and I feel the same with like cartoons as well where when you try to translate it into like live action even if let's say the dub was perfect it still doesn't feel right. You just I you just cannot do the same things and get the same effect in live action that you can through animation. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, yeah, I, I agree. And like, and then there's the difference of like, um, it, going back to cyberpunk, where it's like the difference between mediums and also from video game to anime. Right. Where like, because I've, I've played the, the cyberpunk game uh, all the way through. Didn't like it. Uh, well, I think it's fun. I didn't like the story because the, the story made it feel like nothing that you did mattered. Oh, okay. Um, which I know that cyberpunk stories are supposed to be bleak, and that's the point. I get it. But every choice and ending in that game at the end, all of them felt really boring and not interesting. Gotcha. So, like, it didn't feel like it mattered what it, I chose. It didn't feel like it amounted to anything. And then not only did it feel like it didn't amount to anything, I actively disliked all of the options. Like, it's fine if all of them need to be negative. Mm-hmm. Whatever. But at least the endings needed to be interesting, and I didn't find any of the endings, the negative, like, the endings interesting enough. So, like, then it was endings I didn't like, and they're all negative. Gotcha. Instead of, like, oh, man, like, dang, like, I, I couldn't do anything to make a good ending, but at least this ending's at least interesting. Right. You know? Um, but the game, I mean, the, the, the anime takes place, like, a bit before the game. Okay. Um, and... It just takes the world that they built um, and is like, hey, we're going to have Studio Trigger take this world and do what the fuck they want with it. <laughs> I feel like that's a good choice. And I mean, boy, I've, was it a good choice. I've seen like the Netflix is what do you call it? Like the tra- trailer or preview that Netflix does. Yeah, yeah. Um, like when you swipe over it. Right. Um, on Netflix, I mean, it looks gorgeous. It, like, it looks it fucking gorgeous. bangs. It was so good. Incredible story. The soundtrack was awesome. And, uh, I mean, it's Studio Trigger, so it was pretty as hell. Um, and it was... Uh, it was so good. It, like... It felt like... Um, like... Because 
all studio trigger shows are kind of the same right in a way in terms of like their broad outline of a thing like small person fights god ends up in space right that's like every show they've ever done right um but in this one because it was netflix it feels like like because you know kill a kill is very fan servicey right right but like it's still like with like held back because it's on regular tv right um with netflix it was like hey everything you do normally you can now go all the way with so the, the director was like oh, fuck i can show tits but hell yeah and he was like so there's just titties everywhere there's dicks everywhere and but in, was the, like, in the regard to netflix though like because is jojo still on netflix yes sadly because jojo's on netflix sadly. is um like centered censored to hell and back well yeah but netflix didn't make jojo I like know. netflix paid trigger to specifically air this on netflix I know, Jojo is still being aired on oh, TV. Oh, so they're just getting um, yeah, like yeah, the no. distribution. Yeah, Netflix. I Jojo understand. is in Netflix jail because it's still it aired right in Japan. Right. You just have to wait for the batches. I so they're not. They didn't pay. It's not only on them. Gotcha. Where gotcha, gotcha. where Edge Runners is is specifically Netflix, Netflix. is like it's not airing on TV. I understand. In Japan. I understand. Yeah. So they could do whatever the fuck they wanted. And boy, did they. Gotcha. And it's incredible. Gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. Goriest fucking show I think I've seen in a long time. <laughs> and it's great. Gotcha. Um, it, Like, oh, God, dude, it, it's so good. It, like, I can't sing Ed Runner's uh, praise enough. Like, it almost made me give a shit about going back to Cyberpunk. Oh, like the game? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it made most people give a shit about going back. It's had, it's had It's been at number one uh, playing on Steam for like a week now. Wow. Um, after it was like off the board for the last year. Uh, it has a higher play count, I believe, than even when it launched. Oh my goodness! So wow. like, <laughs> so this is a very successful. It really worked adaptation, and it's good because I mean, good for them. Yeah, because especially because now the game is in a state that it actually works, uh, because like most games today, nothing releases works. Right. Uh, and because isn't it always like a game will release and then like a month later they send out patches of being like, here's like, yeah, here's, download this to fix X Y Z problem. The, the problem becomes and i mean there's multiple stages to any problem obviously um and you could argue that once anyone could just really release a patch to fix a game it didn't really matter anymore they could just put it out and fucking post it later um but the problem with cyberpunk specifically and a problem with a lot of games usually nowadays like big title games is you have stockholders that you need to answer to Right. And with Cyberpunk, uh, they kept delaying the game. It was like a meme. I, I remember yeah. this being a thing. Like, I'm not, like, embroiled in video game world, but I do remember Cyberpunk specifically kept being brought up because it was, like, delay, delay, delay yeah. kind of thing. And then I remember when the game dropped, everybody was losing their shit because, like, certain parts of the game they couldn't use or, like, wasn't it was working. So broken. But, so... They kept delaying it. This is this is this is why I've had the whole theory, and I think of uh, our whole thing, which I think I've said on the podcast before, that I'm like, games shouldn't announce that they exist 
until, until they're, they're like, like ready to launch. Right. Like, and th- nobody would ever do that because you need stockholders to know the games uh, that people have interest. They gotta in the just game. pull a Beyonce. They just gotta be like, "Here's my new album." Right. <laughs> well, yeah, because it works for someone like Beyonce. Right. But like, and but but if you're a company, like right, like the stockholders need to know the people of interest in this game. So you can't spend fucking. Five billion dollars. Obviously, it didn't cost that much. Right. But five billion dollars on Cyberpunk 2077, and nobody knows about it until it's already like finished. And then you could be like, "Hey, this game comes out in six months," right. you know. And then you spend that six months just advertising the fuck out of it. Right. Because sure, then you'd find out if people are interested. But you already spent all the fucking money. So right. if if because you put that out, and the people are like, oh, "I don't give a fuck." In, in comparison, let's just use Beyonce as like the comparison here. Right. One, Beyonce is at the point in her career, I mean, she has been for some time now, where she made the change, like, the change from being, like, extremely, um, you know, kind of pop-heavy with R&B influences, but very, very much, like, mainstream-friendly. Right. Right? Um, and then she made the change to being more, like, artsy-fartsy and... Um, more heavily R&B and those kinds of things. But once you made that change in her career, she was already such a established household name artist that my grandmother could tell you who Beyonce is. You know right. what I mean? And my grandma's 85 years old. Yeah. Um. So when she does something like that of, oh, my album's out now, go buy it. People are going to go buy it regardless right. if it's good or not because it's Beyonce, one. And for Beyonce to make an album costs her... Not that much money, right? In, in like realistically, compared to the sales that you know she would make, regardless of how good that album is going to be, solely based off of like name value, she's going to make a huge profit margin, regardless. You know. Apparently, Cyberpunk cost uh, estimated to cost three uh, three hundred and thirteen million dollars. Uh- Right, so let's say let's say Beyonce's album. This Making is just it one of the most expensive that, games ever made. Let's just say Beyonce's album costs her like a hundred thousand dollars to produce, right? Right. Which I don't know how much money it takes to make an album, but that's just a number that I'm putting out there. So let's say it costs her a hundred thousand dollars just to make the album, right? Right. Written down tracks, blah blah blah, everything. And then at this point, how many physical copies are really being sold? You know what I mean? I right. feel like everybody's buying on digital. I mean, some people will buy the physicals just to have it, but she could make back that hundred thousand. I feel like in thirty minutes of announcing that she dropped another album. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas if you have three hundred and something million dollars that you're spending on making a game, I feel like people who make because the game itself, like, what's the average cost of a new game? 80 bucks? 60 bucks? Uh, I believe now. It used to be 60. I think now it average is going to be 70. Okay, so let's say... But you don't really make your money back on game sales. No, I know. Yeah. But let's say game sales, you already know you're. there's no way you're going to reach that $300 million mark, right? But let's say you make 30%. You make $100 million on game sales alone. Right. The people make if if I was making a product, I'd be like, okay, I'm only gonna get thirty percent back. Right. Like, no one's gonna make that kind of investment on their on their own. 
you know what I mean? Like put that much money into a project that they know they're not going to get any kind of like break even return on by themselves. So you get investors, but then investors are like, Hey, if I'm putting $50 million into this, here's my input, even though I know nothing about games. Right. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. So it's, it, it, it's that problem. Like, cause investors need to know people are interested because they're spending that much money. Obviously they stockholders need to know that people are interested to keep putting in money. So you could never, I mean, like CD Projekt Red, the people that made Cyberpunk's game, right? Um, are a huge name brand. They've done The Witcher, like they've done things that people know are like are are great, right? Um, and so like they are arguably a household name, but even still, it's like you know, Rockstar. They make some of the fucking biggest and most incredible games. That, like, depending on how you view incredible, but like games there are, they still need to market the shit out of their games, like because. They, they the stockholders also still need to know that people are interested. So like, it doesn't really matter how good you are as a name. People need to know. Right. Like the stockholders always will need to know. And the problem with Cyberpunk was that they kept delaying it, and then the stockholders were like, "You got to fucking put this game out. Like, you don't get any more delays. You have to put it out." Right. And so then they just got screwed. So like, every time they delayed it, they were kept getting told, "You have to fucking put this game out." So they just started cutting features because nothing was working yet. And so they were like, all right. So they started cutting stuff out of the game. Like there used to be wall running. They cut that out. Like there used to be, you know, all this stuff. And they were like, all right. And so it it ends up, you know, bare bones in the game a bit to things. that. And then you're diminishing the quality of the product. And then you have to just put it out, even though it's fucking broken. And then they had the whole thing where like people were fucking suing them. They were having to refund the game. Like it was a nightmare. And I'm sure that if they go to make a sequel, the same thing will probably oh, happen I'm again. Sure. I mean, it's like with like major blockbuster movies where the studios are like, "Hey, we got to put out this movie." We like, you know what I mean? Cuz a lot of times, you know, like movies want to be put out at certain times of the year for optimal, you know, ticket sales or whatever. The publisher makes $27 out of a $60 physical. Whew. So retail about these are all approximations, right? Um, and apparently this was in 2010. Uh, retailer uh, retailer margin is fifteen dollars. Returns seven dollars. Distribution costs four dollars. Platform royalty seven. The retailer gets fifteen. Apparently, out of sixty. Yeah, they're getting twenty five percent. They're selling your game. That's a lot. And in 2010, there oh. wasn't a digital market. So was there the wasn't a digital go, market in 2010. I, I, I guess not in Steam the way pro- Steam probably existed. I but would I don't... say, but not in the way it is now. I'm yeah, sure. no, I, I guess there was because Microsoft, because uh, Xbox 360 had a digital form, but it's not to the same extent. No. People still bought. Right. You didn't have storage spaces to hold that kind of stuff. That's true. I feel like physicals were definitely more of a thing. Yeah, um, I'm sure there are people out there that were like, I was downloading games back in 2007, <laughs> actually, and I'm like, oh well, good fucking job for you. Um, so yeah, I mean they're the ones that have to (laughs) sell your game so and then uh the platform royalty so apparently whatever platform you buy it on they get us they get a share and then the publisher got 27 dollars. so technically the publisher did get most of the money but it wasn't even 50 percent no it's shy of 50 percent i mean i'm not really surprised that they don't get 50 percent back yeah so because that's a i feel like that's a pretty big percentage yeah they get about like 28% 28% something like that somewhere around there no if they get 27 oh, what'd you say, 27 yeah. dollars yeah so they're getting like you know 
40. But I said 28. I meant 48, like 49. Yeah, like yeah. somewhere around that. I was percent. like 28. That's not even close. Yeah, no, not 20. Um, so you know, is what it is, I guess. But yeah, they, they you don't usually ever make money back from that. That's why um, fucking like microtransaction stuff became a thing. I was gonna say, is that why there's so much like in-game purchasing? Sure is why, because. Because it started with DLC, right? It started right. with being able to buy a fucking hat for your horse or whatever. <laughs> yeah, something stupid. I'm pretty sure like the first thing of DLC was like buying a hat for something. Yeah, because like, if you're fucking 13 and you're, yeah. you're like, Mom, but, I want to buy this hat for my horse but in then, this game. And then people were like, all right, well, hey, we could do a DLC of like... Everyone must started doing DLC of cosmetics, but you could easily just fucking ignore that. Then people started doing like season passes for new maps or, or again the game or new um, new stories and stuff like that, which was fun because like at least you're getting a new story. You're like, oh yeah, fuck yeah, I'll spend twenty dollars on a new story right. so I can play this game again that I already beat like fucking you know a year and a half ago. Right. Um. And then somebody went, wait a minute, what if we charge people for extra stories, and we charge them for in-game cosmetics that actually make them play better. Right. Because it was, like, boosting their pay shit. Pay to play. Yeah. And so then people were like, oh, fuck yeah. That sounds like a great idea. Let's make a fuck ton of money. And so then they put that shit in. And then everyone was like, hey, yo, I'm a, I, I can win this game if I start, you know, I can be better at this game if I fucking pay, like, $20 for this like specific skin and then everybody starts thinking that and starts paying paying right. $20 I mean, and then it, it's all it, all that profit goes to you like it doesn't go to anyone else really right because you don't have to distribute that physical it's not a physical product you have to distribute you just nope. upload it yep so then everyone was like well why the fuck wouldn't we do that and that's the problem because it makes no sense to not do it like, yeah, because you can't even be mad. You, you have a disadvantage by not doing it if you're playing the game. Right. Like, you can't be mad about it. But you can be. But right. you can't. Because these companies aren't making fucking money. Unless you're, like, Blizzard and shit like that. I was going to say. they're fucking if, rolling if, in it. But, like, for the most part, it's, it's just you're making so much money off of it. It doesn't make sense not to. And that's why you have, like, you know, Ubisoft and shit like that where they're like, obviously, we're going to fucking put in microtransactions. Like, duh. And you're like, I hate you because you're a fucking, you know, a billion dollar corporation. But also, it makes sense. Right. Because if I was a billion dollar corporation, I'd also think the same fucking thing. Of course, I'd want to make more money. Yeah. Like, I because mean, that's what you do. That is your I job. Mean, think about a game like Pokemon Go, which you play on your fucking phone. Do you know how many items you can purchase on Pokemon Go? I think there's like 50 or 60 different items you can purchase. Right. And I don't even want to think about how much money Nintendo... Not Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, Nintendo. Technically, yeah. Yeah. But Poke Team. You know what I yeah, mean. Yeah. How much money they're making off of just those transactions. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you think about it. You're like, you can buy, like you said, like cosmetic things. You know, you can buy like a new shirt or whatever. Yeah. You run out of Pokeballs. Fuck it. I could spend $5 today. Yeah. I'll, I'll just spend $5 and I'll get 100 Pokeballs. Great. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's all it takes. 
It's all it takes. It's all it takes. It, it's, 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 it's the same thing with like GTA and, and fucking uh, Overwatch before they made a like a Battle Pass thing or, or the new Halo. Like you can technically do all those things and buy the things in the game without paying real money. Right. Technically, I mean, but you need to grind the game for fucking three years to do it. So, so and by the time you get to the point where you could have bought it, it's already gone because it was only there for like three months. Yeah, it was a limited thing. And now that you've spent all that time grinding, there's new exciting things which you can't use anyway because you don't have enough to grind. You didn't grind enough for it. I, it like some people like break that shit down where uh, I think I think literally so Overwatch 2 just launched yesterday. It's a nightmare. But, um, <laughs> uh, like, nobody can get in. Uh, Kieran's actually getting in kind of frequently. I haven't gotten in once. Oh, the I, server yeah. is, like, messed up yeah. for it? Yeah, they keep getting a, a DDoS. DDoS? They keep getting cyber attacked. Oh, no. Yeah. Why? Because people fucking hate people. Oh, okay. <laughs> it just is what it is. Also, they shut down Overwatch 1, so you can't even go play that. Like, they just... Wait, what? To force you to play the Well, because it's free to play. Oh, okay. So, like, if you had Overwatch 1, all your stuff carries over to 2. and it, it, But, it like, you can't get into the game, so you can't even go back to the old game while you oh, wait. Oh, rip. Like, uh, also, fun fact, if you have Cricket Wireless or any uh, phone service that doesn't have a contract, you can't get in. They require you to put your phone number in because they want to track your data. And if you don't have a contract, you can't track the person's data. So anybody with a phone number that isn't tied to a contract from a big line num uh, company can't make a profile to get into the game because they can't they can't sell your data. So why the fuck do they want you in? What the fuck? Yeah. That's so weird. New form of classism. That's okay. So, so as, now not only can you not play original Overwatch that you already owned, you can't play new Overwatch because you're Wait, so too, then you just lose all your shit? I mean, it still exists technically, but you just can't play it. That's ridiculous. Okay, so, so, so you know, now who, I can judge you for not having money to pay for a regular phone service. How dare you be poor? I used to have Cricket Wireless, and before that, I had Virgin Mobile forever. I only They switched let you on Virgin Mobile? I had it when I was 16, okay? Anyway. They let you on Virgin Mobile? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I only made the change to AT&T about a year ago only because my my phone bill would be cheaper because I was going onto a family plan. Right. But for the longest time, it was cheaper for me to use Cricket or Virgin Mobile or Boost Mobile or whatever, you know, other... No, yeah. You know, right. like budget... People can't afford Verizon or AT&T. I understand, obviously. Right, because $35 a month for unlimited internet talks, like phone calls and texting, yeah, why would I spend more money than I need to for that? You know what I mean? Like, cause I think Virgin, I think AT&T, how much is it for a single line? It's probably like $60 a month or more. Probably. For one line. I don't know. I, I, I am on my dad's family plan. I still, I pay him for it, but I don't, right. remember, I don't even know how much I'm paying him for it. I just have it set up so I don't have to think about it. Yeah. <laughs> like. But, it, but it's like, that's the most insane shit I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. New form of classism. You Did can't afford a regular phone plan. Fuck yourself. That's so weird to me. They can't sell your data. That you're useless to them. Damn. Like, but it, what if you have like, I guess it, it's tied to the phone number because like I have like Verizon. That literally, Internet. I tried skipping that whole thing. They don't let you get in the game. 
I was like, I don't want to fucking give you my phone number. And they would, you, they, you can't get in the game without giving them the phone number. Is that like a United States thing or? I think it's everywhere. Because uh, Blizzard's a UK company. Gotcha. So. No, because I'm just wondering. Because I mean, they don't have like, I guess AT&T is a major enough company at this point that they probably I mean, are they, everywhere. They probably but, have it for any company that's major. In major everywhere. enough in each yeah. country. I assume. But that just that's sh that's so weird to me. Yeah, it, it's 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 like it's kind of crazy. That is that might be one of the most bizarre things I've ever heard in like recent like purchasing things if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I agree. Um and but my point was about that was there's a battle pass now. So they used to have loot boxes, which I, you right. know that premise, I kind of right? know what that yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, So loot you boxes are- You, like, get are, stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Loot boxes are also, like, it's it's just allowed gambling for children. Um, and they- Because you can spend real money on yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it kind of sucks, but at the very least, like, if you play three games, you get a loot box kind of thing. Got like, it. Or if you play certain types of games and stuff. So, like- it was fine. Like I, 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 used to play Overwatch religiously when I was a, when I was when it first came out. I was gonna say when I was a kid, technically, whatever. You were when a it first came out, yeah. And I played it enough that I actually unlocked most of the character shit just by playing. Right. Like, so, and that's a lot of playing. But like, it it wasn't even that bad because I don't even think I have close to some of my friends' numbers, and I still was able to unlock a bunch of shit. And sure, at some point I bought some loot boxes because I was like, oh, there's an event going on. I didn't play a lot for this, this event. Yeah, for funsies. I was, I was, uh, yeah. That's where they get you. Right. Because I was like, ah, oh, I didn't play a lot for this event. And you know what? There's there's a skin I want. So fuck it. I'll spend 20 bucks and whatever. Um, but I didn't do that often. Like I tried to make sure I wasn't doing that. I, I would just try to play right. and, and get it myself. Um, but yeah, so maybe throughout, let's, let's say I played it for three years pretty consecutively or consistently. I maybe put in... Like a bit over a hundred dollars in those three years. Just fine. Right, maybe. Um, but with this game, with Overwatch Two, they it, they made it a battle pass system, which is um, for X amount of time, there is a um, a like unlock tier list that if you play enough and you get enough XP and like you do challenges, you unlock a new spot in the in the ladder okay so like each rung of the ladder you get a new unlock and uh, when it starts out it's usually just like small shit like a keychain on your weapon kind of thing okay and then like if there's a hundred rungs like 50 is like a, a big thing like you know like a, a new skin or a new character whatever right and then so stuff like that and like big markers are, are cooler interesting things um and in this game uh, somebody already did all the math for how much uh, coins you need to get to get to the top level. And it's eight months. You would have to grind the game nonstop for eight months to be able to get uh, to unlock one legendary skin. Without paying for it. Yeah. Eight months to get one skin. Not even like anything like all that interesting. Just one skin. Like... I used to be able to grind enough that, like, just playing, that I could probably get uh, enough loot boxes that I would get enough money from to be able to get a skin in maybe, a, like, a bit over a week. You know, But maybe I'm sure two. also then it was much... It was still a lot of playing. No, 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 I'm not saying in terms of, like, 
playing ratio to like reward ratio, like you still, I'm sure played a shitload, but I'm saying like, I'm, sh I'm sure if you played that same amount now, the reward is significantly less. Like that, I think the, the, the person that did those calculations was putting it in as like, you are just playing this game. Like, like you're non -stop. grinding the fuck out of this game nonstop. It would take like eight months. That's insane. So did you ever play RuneScape as a kid? No. Okay, so. Did you have a RuneScape boyfriend? No, I didn't play really. No. Um, but my brother used to play a lot. Right. To the point where actually he would go create accounts and then max out certain skills. Mm -hmm. So he would just sit there and grind them. Because right. I think the maximum is like 99 or it's a hunt, like 999, something like that, to max out a skill. So we would go and max out certain skills and then sell those characters to the people that wanted those max skills. Right. So, but it's just weird because like, that's such a like mom and pop shop version of essentially what's become like the normal, like standard now, right. but major companies are forcing you to like buy into it. Yeah. We're like, like I never thought that I would miss a loot box system. Right. You know, like, because it is, it is gambling. It is pure luck. You open that loot box, you could get all fucking commons. Right. You 40 don't know times in, in a row. Like commons, like it, items. Yeah. Like there's, there's a common, a rare, a very rare and a legendary. Of items? Yeah. Or yeah, yeah. Like, a, a, like a ranking of items. Oh, okay. So you could open up like 30 loot boxes and technically get like commons each time for right. all four. Because it would it would launch four things out. Gotcha. Um, and but like you played enough, and for the most part, it didn't screw you for that many commons. But like if you played enough, you, any com or any duplicate you got because you already had it, you got money for. So I played it enough that I was basically just getting money every single time I opened opened a loot box. So by the time another event happened. I was like, I was rolling in cash. I was like, fuck yeah, I can just buy the skin and not worry about it. Right. Um, but. But eight months to work on one skin seems like a bit much. For one skin, it's not worth it. No. It's it's it, it isn't like it's just not worth. Because how it. much is how much is it to to purchase? Uh, like the legendary. I don't. Know, I I think it's like it's probably like thirty bucks. Okay, so let's that's the comparison. Eight months of your life. For $30? Let's find out. Um, okay, now, so eight months for 20 bucks. <laughs> it's even worse. Uh, I believe that's that's right. Because um, a, a legendary skin costs 1,900 uh, Overwatch coins. Um... Uh, players will have to complete all of their weekly challenges for eight months straight to unlock a single skin. That's really so you have to do every challenge for eight months straight to get at one skin. So how many challenges are there in a week? Uh, like, could you bang it out all in one day? Oh, I mean, you probably could, but you still would have to wait every week to do it, and then and then you're <laughs> and waiting. Then you have to wait have eight to months. Do it eight months worth of time. Yeah, like, um, which is just absurd and yeah uh so completing all your weekly challenges is 30 coins you only get 30 um oh sorry um do you get coins any other way 
Or you just... get 50, sorry, apparently. Oh, okay. For, for every month, it seems. Um, 50 in a month? Week, sorry. I was like, that makes even less sense. Um, so... Coins plus yeah, so 100 Overwatch coins are valued at $1. Oh, okay. So... It's roughly $19. 20 bucks to get one skin. So $20 or eight months of your life. Yeah, that like... And most people that will give enough of a shit will spend the $20. Right. It's just... I just... Uh. I don't know if this is just me, but I can barely... Like, I have figurines, right? But even then, like, this is probably my most expensive figurine. And even then, like, I remember when I was purchasing, I was like, this is stupid. Why the fuck am I spending so much money on this? This is a physical, tangible item. Right. I could not imagine spending money on a digital item. Yeah, but you can flex on everybody when you're playing against them with your cool skin that they don't have. Literally is the mindset. Like I just. Can't. Or there's a hot girl that you can make even hotter with less clothes. I guess I just. Or goth I, aesthetic. I don't like play video games like that. Right. Because even the video games I do play are not like multiplayer online games. So I just can't understand. <laughs> One doing that much grinding for anything. Right. And two. Spending real physical dollars on a digital item. I've, I've played games and grinded a lot before. Like, fucking, you know, it's not even really grinding, but, uh, well, no, it, it, it is. Uh, like, Persona. Persona 5, I have played 200 hours of, like, three times. Oh, my goodness. Because I 100%ed it three times. Well, I 100%ed it twice my first playthrough i fucked up one thing so i didn't get the 100 percent because i couldn't go back and fix oh, it sad i was so sad i that I, I was like the so biggest, annoyed that seems like the biggest disappointment ever because so in persona you have these uh characters that you can interact with right and they are usually connected to like tarot cards um and you can like increase your bond with these characters and you're supposed to reach a certain rank and you can max them out so like you know I don't know if it's the same for all of them, but in Persona 5, you get to rank 10 with all the characters. Right. And you do that, and you get bonuses and stuff. I fucked up one character, and I got him... I couldn't get him to level 10 before the game was beat, so I only got him to level 9. And oh I needed to do, like, one thing, God. and I just didn't... I missed the day I was supposed to do it, and, like, my save... And, and I didn't realize until I was already at the end. So then no. I didn't have the saves... So you I don't was religiously saved. I do, but like you only have so many save spots. Oh, I guess that's right. And I didn't realize it until the end of the game, oh, where I was like getting my. there, and I was like, "Oh, I need to go do like the thing to get to this guy," and it was already too far into the game that I couldn't go back to do that one thing. And I was like, I was so mad. The fucking uh, airsoft gun guy. Oh my god, god. I, so I would be so pissed off. So. I've hundred percented it twice. I hundred percent. I went. I played it again almost immediately, um, and then <laughs> out of spite yeah, on yourself. Yeah, and then um, and I got really lucky actually. To be fair, because that first playthrough, I just played blind. Like I didn't look right. up anything to do it. I looked up 
how to do it the second time because I wanted to make sure I didn't fuck it up again. Right. But like I got to a hundred percent or ninety eight or whatever the fuck. Right. Like I did everything you're supposed to be able to do in that game just by playing it the first time through. Like that's pretty good. But it's also because it's one of those games that like I religiously like love like the planning aspect behind it. So I'm like I'm because if if, if like a regular person like if you were playing that game. You'd probably not get anywhere close to that. Right. But, like, I'm, like, one of those people where I'm, like, all right, how do I maximize my time in this game for the day? Because, like, the days matter, so you got to plan everything. Um, so, you know, I, I, I just – but then the second time through, I was, like, all right, what's the optimal way to, like, play out each day? Wait, what do you mean the days matter? Okay, so in Persona, you play within, like, the time span of, let's just say, a year. Okay. Um, and so then, well, you know. So you only have a year to do it. Yeah, yeah. So, in game time. Yeah, yeah. So thing. you go to sleep. You wake up. It's a Monday. You have to go to school. You go to school. You have to, you know, answer some random questions. You get to increase some skills after school. You have only so much time to do specific things because you go after school. If you go and study, that takes up your afternoon and then it's night. And then you have to do something in the night. And then once you do something in the night, you can't do something again. So you've got to go to bed and wake up and then you have to go to school. Again. Oh, so I understand. To, yeah, so you have to like, plan out what you're doing in the day to maximize what you can get done. I understand. So like you have to go talk to certain people on certain days, which means your afternoon or your night is already like has to be like scheduled. Like it's so not actually scheduled. So if that day goes by, you can't go back? So like... Uh, one of the characters who is the the son um, tarot card, he's only out. Um, he's out at night only at certain days. So you have to go to him when he's there, which means you have to know when he's going to be there, and you know that that night is already going to be taken taken up by talking to him. Like it's that kind of thing. Gotcha. So yeah, that seems like a pain in the ass. It's so much fun. It's so much fun, <laughs> and you don't have to do any of that, right? Like it's all it's it it, it helps you because you get N- boosts and, and knowing and stuff, me, but... like if I was to play that, the in-game like year time would go by. I'd be like, wait, I didn't get anything done. But it's it's great, like I and so uh, the second time through, I looked up a um, a guy because yes, because some people have brought this up where they're like, why didn't you just do it yourself? Like it's like I already did it myself the first time, and I know like I basically knew where I fucked up. But then the second time, I wanted to, like, know what the yeah, optimal route to, was. Yeah, you wanted to m- do it for sure. Yeah, yeah. So, like, then I was like, oh, I still did it. But, like, the optimal way to do everything, I could have actually gotten some better stuff earlier on. But, like, I, I did it way later. And so I just found that interesting for my own knowledge of being like, oh, like, this is how I could have done this. Right. Um, and it was like, and it, it didn't feel like it was cheapening anything because I was like, oh, oh I, I. You you would hate the way I play games. I know. Because I'm just so, I'm so willy nilly. I'm running all over the place. I'm for, so I. I've told you how I played Breath of the Wild first, right? No, what'd you do? Okay, so I do this for every game that's kind of like Breath of the Wild, where it's like an open world to begin with. I will, I will play the story until it lets me roam free in the entire world. So for Breath of the Wild, that was just doing the tutorial and then you go where the fuck you want. For most games, it's it's about that or, you know, a little past that. Right. But then you get the free roam of the world. And if it's a game that has the free roam of the world, but you have to, like, do certain things to fill out the map. Like in Breath of the Wild, you have to go to the towers. Every tower, the spire, yeah. yeah. Or in Assassin's Creed, it's synchronization points. I will, once I get free reign, 
spend my entire time when I start the game just going to every single place to fill out the map until it is full. And then once I have the whole map available to me, then I'll start going to things to unlock more stuff. Like I'll go to shrines instead right. of for, like, like I do everything before I do the story until I can't do it. Like technically there were some like towers that you are not supposed to be able to do until you have certain like gadgets. Like, there's one in the like water surrounded by like lightning lizards or whatever. Right. Like you're supposed to have the freeze power to get over the water. I just oh, went. you can just swim to it. Right. But then you could also run out of stamina if you're because I was like one of the first. Oh ones. right. Yeah, yeah. If you have one circle. You... Yeah yeah. So because if you don't if you have to swim to it and you have to avoid all the guys. Wait, you're but you in... should have had the freeze power after the tutorial, right? Probably. I don't remember. But um. Um. Bleeding. Yeah, I get her nose bleeds randomly when it gets cold. Oh, okay. Um, but like, yeah, you're not supposed to be able to get to certain things, right? And um, I just go fuck it. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep doing it until I can fucking get it. So like those those fucking lizards, I just kept throwing like shit at them long distance until it worked. <laughs> I am so awful in that when I started playing, because even though so every time I would get an objective. Right? It would be like, go do X, Y, and Z. Right. I would go and try and do it, but I only had like two pieces of the map. So I kept going super far away and not knowing where the fuck I was going. And then I would forget certain things. And it was just the biggest mess in the world. I think I've spent more time just trying to get from point A to point B than I have doing anything else. You're, the way you play hurts me. It hurts me too. <laughs> It hurts me on such a fundamental level. Like, Colin gave me his copy of Arceus, and I'm going to give it a try. I just know it's going to be a mess already. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I also didn't really even like Arceus. I know, you said that. I feel like I, I'm going to like it. I found it very empty and kind of boring. Oh, wait, wait. Like, I would have rather a Gale of Darkness or something. Gotcha. That's yeah. fair. Um, anyway. Anyway, Mike's nose is bleeding, so we're going to wrap it up. And it's an hour. Yeah. So... Uh, anyway, so hey, thanks for watching um, <laughs> this week's episode of the Vaguely Anime Podcast. Um, don't forget to check out Cat, uh, a Cat the Moonstar on Twitch. Um, and uh, you have three weeks to yes. watch Trigun. Um, so get on that. And yeah, that'll be everything. So uh, see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.